Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com forward slash credit card. This is the best of two pros in a couple Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. I have my next uh, FSRIR. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> when we have it. Oh, I'm going to save it. You sure you oh, want to share? I'm going, why wouldn't I? <laughs> you want to know the beauty of our show? Is that there's no shame. <laughs> yeah, there's no shame. I mean, we have no shame. If y'all want me to share my FSRIR right now at the, the beginning of the show, I will. Because <laughs> it is 100% a first FSRIR. Do it! Okay, well, so I had my yearly checkup yesterday. Oh, boy. And everything was going well. Yeah. So used to the whole, you know, drop them, look to the side, cough, look to the side, <laughs> cough, you know. But this time was a little different. This time, they said they're moving back the age to a little bit younger to where you have to, you know, check for other things. Doc was no longer in shock. Hey, huh? buddy, I'll be honest. <laughs> I just assumed you were already getting that done. Well, well I'm not that old. Cute. Well, oh, it starts. Apparently, it starts I am at, now. Yeah. It starts at almost my age now. Well, I mean, the, Jonas has probably been having that happen to him. Well, I was Jonas told did say that. No, Jonas said after his, yeah. after his prostate was examined for a uh, possible hernia, which I never knew that you could get a hernia of the prostate. But nonetheless, Do- I, Doc, I was, Doc, called, Doc called. was like, "Can I get my watch back?" <laughs> like, yeah, dang. Uh, um, yeah, Jonas said that he had <laughs> the doc. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was an off-air Do- joke. Doctor, doctor had, had a hands-free uh, <laughs> in, investigation of Jonas's prostate. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh man! <laughs> did it hit you yet? It, it, <laughs> it hit me. I just—you don't understand. Like I haven't been to where you guys have been oh, and that day is rapidly approaching me oh i got a schedule i got to schedule the whole deal to yeah get the whole, i don't want any know. part i had a buddy who uh who was like oh no you gotta get ahead of it you gotta you know you gotta make sure you take care of your health and all stuff i go 
Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I think I'm waiting. I think I'm waiting for that. You know, I'm, I'm waiting until someone tells me. We live in a brave new world, and I get you know everybody's got what they got going on these days. But there's nothing like if if that's just not like there was nothing that could have prepared me for that moment, and I I really didn't know it was coming. I I knew the whole get the the colonoscopy. Um, was inevitable to to schedule. I have to schedule it. I get all that. Um, I just didn't know that I was going to be in the office and and I was going to get checked. I you know yesterday. Wow. So that caught me off guard. I've never seen you happier. Oh boy! Uh, can't say Get loose! <laughs> yeah, 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 come on, don't do that! Ooh, no. Ooh don't do that! What do you mean? Whoa. Get loose! Come on, Get loose! Man. Come on. Get loose! Seriously? What? I mean, that's a Sam, drop. That's not me. That's a drop. I mean, Sam should get dumped for that. That's a dumpable uh, yeah. look. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, oh, no. You're going to laugh while you're doing it? That's horrible. You know what's funny, though, is I feel like there's probably a lot of uh, Alabama fans who feels like oh, they got the same treatment. Come on now. What? What? Uh, what? Now look to the yes. left and cough. Okay. Uh, Say Saban. Uh, well, now look to the well right done. and cough. Say Saban. Uh, well yeah. done. Uh, I'm so, happy as hell. <laughs> so, yes, it is over. Uh, Nick Saban retiring after 17 years with Alabama, uh, seven national titles, six with the Crimson Tide, one with LSU, 28 years as a college football coach, and a couple of pit stops in the NFL, assistant in Cleveland, also was a head coach in Miami. It feels like we just saw the GOAT exit stage left, and now we get to see who takes over in Alabama. But first, you know, tip of the cap for one of the great careers in coaching, not only in football, but any sport that we've ever seen. Indeed. Outstanding run by Saban. You got it, Q. I mean, I'm not the first to say something like this, um, but it was the first thing that came to mind when I saw the news is you you knew it was going to happen at some point. I just never thought it happened in my lifetime. I, I don't know why it sounds so stupid to say that, but it's just it, it feels like I don't know Nick Saban in Alabama. You know, like they just they were going to go together forever, and he's going to coach until he's like 140. It's it's just it's a I don't know it's it's hard to put in the words because one I think of the success that he had over that run, um, truly remarkable. And when you think of, like, the GOAT of college football, that's who I'll always think of. I know people will go back and look at Paul Bear Bryant and some other names you want to throw in there. To me, it's, it's Nick Saban at the top. Seven national championships, two different teams, six obviously with Alabama. Uh, his reign during his time in Tuscaloosa is – it's really hard to even measure because the impact it had just on the university itself – their enrollment has almost doubled. The caliber of student they get at the university has turned into something of you get all these out of state, you know, kids who are going to pay higher tuition, but you know, greater caliber of students who want to be there because they want to be a part of a national championship, which every single recruiting class he had had been a part of a national championship. Um. Like you, you could make the case that whatever he was paid, I think it was paid at somewhere over a hundred million 
for his services during his time in Alabama. He, you could have said a billion, and it probably would have been fair because of all the economic stimulus he brought that university, not just even through football. So I, I just – it's sad in a way, not 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 for obviously for, for Alabama and the success and the run they've had, but it's sad in a way because he's one of those voices in college football. When he speaks, you listen. And the way he sees the landscape and the, with everything changing right now, I, I kind of get fearful because we need voices like his. You know, we, we need great perspective like that. So, um, you know, his, his career at Alabama is the greatest of all time. Uh, there's nothing that even, in my opinion, comes close to it. His, his impact is even hard to measure because I think it's probably greater than most truly realize. But I think in a day and age where college football needs a voice like Nick Saban the most, that's probably what concerns me about this is you've got a head coach who is truly a mover and shaker. When he speaks, everyone listens. And now you don't have that person in that position anymore. And so I, I'm curious to see what is next. I'm curious if he'll still continue to be a part of it because we need good people like Nick Saban helping find a solution to where college football is at right now. I wonder if he will take part in that or if he's just going to kind of enjoy life and enjoy his family or, you know, and kind of watch football from a pure spectator's, you know, perspective. Because he, he has been one of the more vocal guys about, you know, what NIL has created. I mean, he has been a a person of, of reason and sense. I just wonder how much of Transfer Portal and NIL is a reason why he chose to step down. Um, Chris Lowe, who was the initial to report from ESPN, uh, initially reported the retirement. He wrote, and this is something that's uh, going around uh, afterwards, that sources told him Saban had grown increasingly frustrated with what, quote, college football turned into. He's all about team and building a team and developing players. And now and the only thing hard. that seems to matter is who can get what in NIL and who can get the biggest deal. Yeah, and I, I I would assume a coach like Nick Saban, their success hinges on them being able to coach the way that they coach, if you know what I mean. And to be honest with you, I think that's going to be a trend that, that we see develop and continue to develop until there's something that is, is done to, you know, kind of, I guess, you know, police it or, or govern it better than what it is now. And and if I'm a hard coach, if if I demand a lot, and and from all the guys that I've ever known that played for for Saban, they all say he's a pretty demanding dude. And if if you're not going to be willing to go through the ups and the downs and and the hard approach at times as to what's going to be asked of you and required of you, uh, I would assume that that would be frustrating. I, I would assume it'd be frustrating to watch a kid that you work to develop go into the transfer portal because they're going to get more money. I would assume it's going to be frustrating because you're maybe not raising enough money to keep those kids at your school or whatever it may be. I would assume that that for someone at his age would seem to be almost like Armageddon for, for that level of football. And this is someone who coached at the pro level, so he understood the money aspect of it, the bottom line aspect of it when these were guys that weren't amateurs. But to go back to college and have the opportunity to coach and coach at the level that he did at the amateur level, 
now not perceivably being looked at as amateurism anymore, I'm, you know, it's probably going to drive a lot of coaches into to leaving the game, that coach at the college level. You, you know what you just made me think of? How different his career might have been had they gotten Drew Brees huh. as opposed to Dante Culpepper. Mm. And, and really the medical advice, because that's what it came down to. It was supposedly the medical advice that their team doctor and staff gave them that led them to the decision to not go with Brees and instead mm. go with Culpepper. Like I, I do wonder, would Brees have had the same success? Would, would Saban have stayed in Miami? Does he ever leave him? Mean, he was think about this. He was fifteen and seventeen in two seasons. He had a winning season his first year in oh five. Then they went six and ten. And that's when he bounced. I just kinda wonder like if he has breeze and has success, do we ever know him as the Alabama head coach? It changed it changed the course of history for Alabama, for Breeze, for the for Saints, for Sean Payton, for a lot of people involved based on what happened there. Well, yeah. I'm proud to say that I went against him three times. In, in college and, and had the honor of sharing the field with, with him and Joe, two of the greatest to ever do it at the college level. So, you What know, would Joe I, say about um, – Oh, Josh, I'm nuts. <laughs> I'm nuts yet. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> oh, Nick. <laughs> these kids these days, Nick. Oh, what I would, hear uh, you, buddy. What would, what would Joe Pa say to you about Nick Saban? Ah, we whooped his ass, didn't we, LeVar? We, <laughs> we kicked his ass in, huh? Did we do it, LeVar? Did we kick his ass in? <laughs> All right. It's a great day to be a Nittany Lion. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, listen, That's so man. good. Uh, That's up. By the way, that is probably the, the tops next to... <laughs> Jonas, what do you think your best is? Probably Harry Carey. Yeah. What, what, is, what does Harry Carey say about Harry Carey say what about does he Nick sound like Saban? Saban, Saban, Saban. Hey, Saban's spelled backwards as Nabus. Cubs win. Hey. <laughs> I have another. Um, yeah, it's uh, Cubs win. And then and then he brought it back to the Cubs. And then why, why did Carr just put that on on television? <laughs> what is he doing? I don't know. Turn it off. There's a lot going on here. Oh um, wow! And then Brady's best is Scott Staff. So you, you got to give credit Let's where credit it. is due. I don't know. Scott Staff. Yeah. How do I do Scott Staff? Yeah, Creed. I know. I've only got one speed on that. That's, That's right. That's Let's all I... go there. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. See? Let's so... make our escape. I mean, That's all I got. Some, somehow we managed to work. Uh... I thought it was Keith Sweat. <laughs> I thought his best impression Maybe was Keith Sweat. Maybe it might be. <laughs> Nobody. Uh, somehow we managed to Nobody. work. Uh... <laughs> Come on, Brady. <laughs> this has nothing to do with saving. Joe Pa. Let's go there. Harry Carey and Scott Stapp. <laughs> In the same yes, segment. Come on. Come on, Q. Come on. Karen, you. T- I can't do it right now. <laughs> Come on, Q. Hey, I'm over here. Split it out, oh. Brady. Come on, Q. I really you can you. do it. Come oh. on, 
jail. <laughs> I really I do right love now. you. I can't get there right now, man. Um, <laughs> maybe, if, maybe if I got my uh, backside checked out, maybe I can get there. Right now. <laughs> That's cold blooded. You, 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 pop, you pop my balloon. I was like, I was, I was like, can you take me higher? I was higher. Look, my shoulders dropped. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, once once the doc gets under center, we got a problem. That's cold blooded. It's, it's all downhill you said from to the there. Doctor, can you take me higher? <laughs> no, nah, that ain't what I said. Uh, by the way, I turned my head to the side. I was like, all right, uh, okay. Yeah, by the way, a very serious issue. You should all get a check. But, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, I don't want to get a light of it. But, <laughs> but you know, it is funny the way Lamar. I'll drop my pants right here. Oh, geez. <laughs> um, it is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. It's Lamar Arrington, Brady Quinn, get, Jonas Knox. You get with ghost, you. ghost, um. Sensations after that. Wait, what? <laughs> Are you still? Yeah, you still man. Feel like someone's inside re- you right yeah, now, man. Hey, bro. It weirded me out so bad, man. I like it's like kind of like there. That huh? sound sounds more like I don't know some sort of abuse than anything else. Or you're still yeah. feeling it afterwards? Yeah, yeah. no, it's the, well, <laughs> lost and found. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. that's like trauma, right? <laughs> right. Right, exactly. If, if I know, yeah, yeah, yep. So, yeah, that's how, no, yeah. yeah. So if anybody finds yeah. a rubber glove on the chair after we leave, uh, you know why? What? Just want to pull that out. I'm just saying. I heard him take it off. I heard him take it off. That might have been what traumatized me the most, though. Oh, when man. you hear the the rubber glove pop off, like, oh no, yeah, man. See, this is. This is like when, like, you tell your kids you're going to discipline them, and that's like the just telling them is sometimes worse than the actual discipline because they don't even know what's coming sometimes. Yeah, yeah. it's it's like that. Like I have not had to experience that yet, but I am dreading it so much mm-hmm. because it's not like anyone ever talks well about it. They're not like, oh, by the way, um, I got uh, my prostate checked out. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. Lavar <laughs> does on the air. What, what's that bad? <laughs> well. I guess I'll say this in in the in the spirit like what of what proctologist are you like? Hey, you got to go to this guy. Right. This guy's great. That's the be- that, that was the best experience ever. You, you ain't gonna look at somebody the right way after that, man. No. I mean, you're just not. But I will I will say this though. All seriousness, make sure you get yourself checked you have out. To. Yeah, make Please. sure. Yeah, everybody out there out. listening, we're laughing and joking and hooting and hollering. But you know what? I'd rather us have this conversation than the other. Hell yeah. You know, so yeah. just just make sure you guys go out there and get yourselves checked out. Man. Yeah. 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 So. Well, it is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, by the way, but we are going to be gonna... prepared to be traumatized. <laughs> yeah. bro. That's, that's, I will say that. <laughs> if you want to talk about it nationally, you on talk hundreds to us, of affiliates, you want to call you know, us. Just, call just us. let it happen. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich. Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called Overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you
want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Kavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also Uncensored, by the way. So maybe we'll go at it even a little harder. It's going to be the best after show podcast of all time. There you go. Overpromising. And remember, you can see it on YouTube, but definitely join us. Listen to Overpromised with Kavino and Rich on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Breaking news from Fox Sports. Yep. All right. Uh, this being reported by Adam Schefter and Mike Reese, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are expected to part ways today after 24 seasons together and six Super Bowl titles. Don't you feel like famous people are dying? 
Like, Jeez. I know it's pretty morbid, but man, it's just like I feel like this feel isn't like the, this is this what is a makes Black me, Monday though. It just you makes know? you feel like it's like man, like all these legendary coaches just quick, like boom, 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 like bang, bang. They come in threes. Sheesh, is that's well, that's three Carol, right there. Saving Carol Belichick, yeah. all done. I mean, but that was quicker. That was a quick three. Don't, aren't you supposed to like expect three within like a week, a month, or something like that? This is like what twenty four hours. Yeah, they're all in the seventies, though. You know, it's like you kind of. Hey, I'm gonna tell you straight like this. What's up? If they did a movie with Bill Belichick, Pete Carroll. And some god dang, uh, who was the third one? Nick Saban. Yeah. That would be the most watched seniors vacation. Like, y'all remember the movie Cocoon? Like, imagine putting Cocoon on steroids. I was thinking grumpy old men. Grumpy old men. Come on, man. That would be a dope-ass movie. I'm telling you. Those three personalities in a movie would be total comedic freaking brilliance man i'm telling you think about it like just think about i, I do appreciate oh my gosh. we hear the news of bill belichick to add to Pete carroll nick saban and the first thing we're thinking about is a remake of grumpy old man like, <laughs> these three like, like not the I seven mean, national titles yeah. or eight super bowls or whatever yeah. they got together but that's seven. but can you imagine the 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 discussions of coaching the discussion of players think about the players they've coached Think about the experiences they've had. Would you not be enthralled by listening to them talk s to one another about what a season represented and how that looked? I mean, I, I, I mean, don't know. Did Belichick? He didn't coach college, did he? So no. j- imagine. Well, I think was he an assistant with? Was he at the Naval Academy? Yes, he was. He, I think yeah. he was at the Naval Academy. I think that's where he started. I mean, his dad coached there or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he was that. with, he was with Baltimore with the Colts. Um, all, all I know is imagine like being able to say, "Yeah, uh, hey, Bill, sit this conversation I out." Never you did, know, actually, you know, no, never at the college level. Looking through it, he first started with the Baltimore Colts as a special assistant in 1975. Okay, there's a there's a connection to the Naval he, Academy. His dad, yeah. he his went dad. to Wesleyan, but his dad was at Annapolis. That's okay. where he was. That's what. Yeah. That's why uh, him and Lee Corso are close because Corso coached there. All I know is, imagine Pete and and Nick saying, "Yeah, uh, sit this conversation out." A uh, goat of NFL, like you know, what I mean, like the conversations that them dudes would have. With their accolades and their accomplishments, I mean, who could have that type of conversation? It's um, it's kind of wild when you think all the success that they've had and all three are moving on in different directions. And I almost get the sense that if you had to bet on somebody who's going to be staying around, it's going to be Belichick. Like he's mm-hmm. he's going to find an opportunity, I would think, somewhere else. And now the Patriots are going to look, you know, Mike Rabel obviously makes a lot of sense because he's got connections there. But it does feel like Belichick's going to walk of shame every other night now, man. Just enjoy it. Like you're you're a goat. You're a goat of goats. Like, I, just enjoy. Just enjoy the 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 shame walk. I think I think Belichick. <laughs> now you ain't got just had your shirt off. You can. 
You can have it all off. He's got his eyes. I'm go. He's got his eyes on the all-time wins record. <laughs> and think? yeah, and I, and I think he's going to be looking around for an opportunity to try and get that done somewhere else. Uh, some people have have said, you know, what about the Chargers? The connection with the LA Chargers could be a possibility, but him and Saban are, are really close and to see they them are. walk away within hours apart of each other is kind of You wild. know, Q said earlier Maybe Pete Carroll isn't built that way. You know what it made me start thinking now that I'm talking about? You you know, when you said, I said Pete Carroll should just enjoy being in the building and not having to do anything. It's not wired. Wired, wired that way. Built about, I mean, you know, I feel. He he, he wants to compete, dude. You know. Everything he does, he wants to compete. it, It makes you think about at their age, like how, what happens when coaches wired that way, don't coach. Like it could go one or two ways, and I think we both know what those two ways are. Like when man, when Joe, when Joe went out from coaching, he was out of here quick. Like some coaches, that keeps them alive. Like yeah. competing and doing those things and getting up and and being stimulated that way, it keeps keeps cats alive, man. And then some cats enjoy it. I mean. You know, Bobby Bowden enjoyed being out of the game for a long time. I know it's Coach Spurrier, he's been enjoying being out of the game for us, you know, for a while now. I mean, some guys really enjoy golfing and, and motivational speeches and going and visiting campuses and or visiting teams. Some guys like so, it. So let me go back to Jonas's point, though, about the wins. So Bill Belichick has 302 wins right now, which means he's 26 behind tying Don Shula. Don Shula. And he's 16 behind George Hallis. Now, the interesting thing in my mind is he's, what, 71 years old. Yeah. You know, how much longer can you, will you coach? But I would say, think about how the NFL is now. You need three more seasons, probably four, to assure yourself he gets over Shula. Because three, you're saying he has to go nine and eight three years in a row and he gets it, right? I think the most interesting part is Andy Reid's 65. And he's, he's at 258. Mm. I mean, if, if Andy Reid coaches for what? Five more know, years? I, I was going to say five, the average. I mean, that gets him, let's say they average 10 wins per year of that span, right? That's 50 wins. Well, that's over 300, though. Mm-hmm. So you're getting over 308. Like, and then think about if they got it some years, maybe they go 14 wins. Maybe some years they go 12. Like, that number creeps up where all of a sudden Andy Reid could very easily be somewhere in striking distance two of that. So I, I find it really fascinating if the motivation is, you know, ultimately going and coaching and having the most wins all time. He's going to have to coach till he's 75. I think to assure himself he will get past that number. And if and the problem is is if Andy Reid coaches till he's seventy five, I mean, that's ten more years. If they average somewhere around nine I mean he's he's easily gonna go past that number. So it could it could be a record that he's shooting for and he's able to accomplish, but maybe it doesn't stand depending on what Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes end up doing in Kansas City. Uh, one, of the, I saw a story out that part of the motivation for Belichick is he's not a he wasn't a fan of Don Shula and some comments Shula made about whether it was Spygate or whatever else came along with it, but. That's why he really wants an opportunity to break the record. Whether or not he gets the opportunity, who knows. But what's what's kind of crazy, LeVar, you came into the league in 2000, right? Yeah. Seemed like a long time ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's when Belichick took the Patriots job. 
That's a I long remember. ass time, man. Like a long ass time of of success at the highest level. We're never going to see this again, ever. No, a quarter century he, of that much consistency. We're never seeing it again. I, I, I was just going to say, like that is. It kind of changes the definition of dynasty. Like when people try to throw that around, and people have tried to use that that term or title with the Chiefs. I'm like, wait, wait a second. I mean, they've they've had a really good run, but you're talking about a team that since Bill Belichick took over has not won the AFC East. And basically there's been some realignments and so forth, but has not won the AFC East. I think of that, what, 20 some years, what is it? Six, seven times. Oh, I mean, mean, 19, how is it? Is 18 times? Whatever uh, it is. Six. I'm showing six. So six separate times they haven't they didn't win it. Yeah, six or seven. Uh, there was like a nineteen year stretch where they finished first all but two years. Yeah, it's crazy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> wow. I mean, the, the crazy thing we talked about Pete Carroll. They went to out of, out of the fourteen years he was in Seattle, they went to the playoffs ten times. Bill Belichick's got very obviously better numbers than that in regards to the playoff runs he's had. And obviously everyone's going to point to the, you know, the, the time with Tom Brady and that's success, but it, it's just, you'll never, you're never going to see a run like what Bill Belichick and the new England Patriots were able to do in the AFC East in the AFC and that run of, of super bowls championships and just success. You will never see that again. And I think the one thing that got highlighted this year in their struggles that stood out to me is even when there was all this speculation that this day was going to come, Bill Belichick continued to remain focused on each week and every week focusing on the task at hand. Like, I think that's the one thing that I've taken from all the assistants, whether it's Charlie Weiss Romeo Crennel, Eric Mangini, Josh McDaniels, any of the assistants that I played for that I was around, is they really wanted to eliminate distractions. But I think the more positive way or the other way of looking at it is they demanded extreme focus on the task at hand right in front of you. They never want you to look out further than the next game. And, and I know, it sounds, you know we're on to Cincinnati becomes like a punchline. But the truth of the matter is that's how Bill Belichick was able to operate for so long, so successfully, and get Tom Brady and th- those Patriots teams and everyone else that was involved to be that successful, in my opinion. They never allowed or seldom allowed whatever distractions were going on in the locker room with the coaching staff, with some of those big personalities outside of it, they never allowed that stuff to interrupt their focus on winning and that, that devotion to the team and winning. That was their singular focus, and I think they were better than that than anyone else in the history of sports during that period of time. That's a crazy run, man. Uh, hell of a run for Bill Belichick. Uh, the breaking news that just came down a short time ago, as uh, Eddie Garcia pointed out earlier here, a few moments ago from the TireRack.com studios, after 24 seasons, Bill Belichick and the Patriots mutually agree to part ways. So New England will be on the market for a new head coach. And now we wait to see what the plan is for Bill Belichick, the greatest to ever do it, chasing Don Shula in wins, but more Super Bowls than any coach in the history of the league. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool, to finish the job, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and ask about their loaner tool program. Simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool, then get your deposit back when it's returned. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Right now, we turn it over to our guy, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, also a lead content strategist. You can get him on Twitter or X, at Albert Breer. AB, a wild less than 24 hours when it comes to coaching greats in the world of the NFL and in college football. I guess we'll start with just the Bill Belichick news, somebody who covered the team for a long time as you did. You speculated this could be the end result. So what's your main takeaway from uh, Bill Belichick, no longer a member of the New England Patriots organization? Yeah, I I think the first thing is the obvious, which is um, this is probably the greatest run in the history of uh, the sport for a coach. Um, and, you know, I, I think to be able to, to, to win at such a consistent level for so long, 17 division titles, nine conference titles, six world titles, um, you know, developing a program um, the way that he did. And um, I think in a lot of ways it mirrors what Saban was able to build in college because it's being able to apply an old-school philosophy to new-age talent and being able to consistently adapt. And maybe he didn't do this as well at the end, but um, be able to consistently adapt new-age concepts to an old-school foundation. Um, you know, in a lot of ways, I think he was grandfathered in. And the way he did things is the way things were done 20, 30, 40 years ago. It's hard on players. It's hard on coaches. 
there are very few places that would work anymore, but it worked in New England for a very long time. So that's where I would start. And then obviously, um, you know, I think as far as like him, you know, losing his job here, I think as much as anything else, um, and this is why I don't think like he could have saved himself over the last month or two. Like no one, no one thinks he forgot how to coach. You know, the problems here were more systemic. It was how he filled the staff. It was how he filled the roster. That's where his problems were. And, you know, in the end, those problems grew to a point where um, it wasn't going to be fixed. It wasn't going to be fixed here at least. And um, now I think Bill goes somewhere else and um, he'll get a chance to reflect and, and, and sort of, you know, reset and maybe do what Andy Reid was able to do in Kansas City and learning from his mistakes. I want to follow up on that in the sense of, you know, do, do you see a potential suitor out there right now that makes sense? Or is this something where he waits a year, even though given his age, you'd think that he wouldn't want to do that? Yeah. Um, Brady, I think Atlanta makes sense. Um, and I, wow. I've heard them connected to, I've heard Atlanta connected to him for maybe two weeks now. It really heated up over the weekend. There are some obvious connections that he has to Arthur Blank. You know, a couple of guys that he had in New England and Thomas Dimitrov and Scott Pioli, yeah. you know, worked for Blank. Um, and What are the other look, obvious I, connections? I think, I, well, I think that there's, there's also the fact that, like, he's been in these circles, Bill has forever. You know, he right. knows other owners, you know. And so there are connections that he's got, <clears throat> like, to other owners like that don't work in New England. Yeah, I mean, know that too. <laughs> um, but here, here's the thing about Atlanta. I think Atlanta's really close. Like, I think Atlanta's closer than it looks. Like, I think that roster is in good shape. They've got rising young talent. Now, they have to fix quarterback, and that is not a small deal, and it won't be easy to do it. But if you can get a quarterback in there, you should be able to win relatively quickly. Um, it's on the East Coast, which I think is a plus for Bill. Um, and I think you'd be able to be able to come in and sort of put his program in the way he sees fit. I think Arthur Blank would give him a blank slate when it comes to that and give him the opportunity to uh, maybe create like a Belichick 2.0 there. And so, and I, and I think the other part of it is just blank himself, Brady, you know, like where if you look like the five hires he's made as owner, we're all sort of dice rolls or projections, right? From, Hiring Jim Moore as a young assistant to uh, to bring Bobby Petrino out of the college ranks to Mike Smith, who nobody really thought of as a head coach, but did a pretty nice job there, and then to Dan Quinn and Arthur Smith, who were young rising assistants at the time. Um, you know, he really hasn't taken a swing like this one, and um, you know, I think at 81 years old, he's ready to take that swing. And you know, over the weekend, the whole thing was. Well, he'll either connect on a big swing or he'll stick with Arthur Smith. But then after the way Sunday went, you know, I think things started accelerating a little bit. And, you know, now he's in position to go and, and take his swing. A.B., Black Black Monday has came and gone, but we're still getting these yep. these breaking news reports on coaches that are going in a, a different yeah. – D's. <laughs> going in a different direction. Um what uh is there is there anything else that maybe on on your on your board or or in your information bag that that could happen where you know maybe a team that we weren't maybe anticipating is something connected to yeah. the playoffs and performance there like is I there mean, what else is to come 
Yeah, I mean, I think Dallas and Philly would be two just to kind of like keep an eye on. I'm not saying anything's going to happen there, but, um, you know, I do think like with, you know, the Cowboys, if it doesn't look good in the first round of the playoffs, um, and they do stand to lose Dan Quinn, and now Bill Belichick's out there, could Jerry get antsy? Um, you know, I certainly think that that's possible. Um, you know, and, and, and that's sort of been the deal all along is like if they don't advance in the playoffs that Jerry could make a move and maybe it's because he doesn't want to lose Dan Quinn to Seattle or the Chargers. Maybe it's because, you know, he wants to, you know, try his own hand at getting at getting Bill Belichick. But I wouldn't say it's impossible if it doesn't look good in the first round of the playoffs. And then Philly, again, if they were to lose to Tampa, um, I think that's Monday night, right, that one? Yeah. Um, if they, if they were to lose to Tampa, I could certainly see the front office asking for staff changes uh, within the coaches. And if you remember, that's how things came undone for Doug Peterson three years ago, was when the front office started to push for staff changes. And Doug was very, very loyal to his coaches and didn't want to make the changes that they were asking for, and that wound up being kind of it. Um, I, I, that, that's the only way I could see Nick Sirianni being out in Philly, but I don't think it's impossible that that happens where they say, okay, like we are, we need you to make change X, Y, and Z. And if Nick's not comfortable with it, it could lead to deeper discussions. Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, senior NFL reporter, lead content strategist at the MMQB. Get him on Twitter or X at Albert Breer. A.B., what happened with Mike Vrabel in Tennessee? Because I know, you know, this is something like you floated out a couple of potential departures and Pete Carroll being one of them. You, I know you've talked about, you know, Mike Vrabel. Like from your understanding, why was the move really made in Tennessee to move on from him? I, I personally think it's scattershot ownership. When its ownership is impulsive and she changes her mind a lot, and, um, you know, you can see it through all the half measures. Like, you know, when they hired John Robinson as their general manager in 2016, they keep the interim coach, Mike Malarkey. Two years later, Mike Malarkey wins the first playoff game for the franchise in 14 years. But he had said some derisive things about the way he was being treated a couple weeks earlier, so he's fired. You know, then last year, John Robinson gets fired, but Mike Vrabel sticks. And so now Vrabel naturally thinks, okay, like they're going to build around me now. You know, but instead they went sort of the other way. And I don't think this is a problem between between Mike and Rand, the general manager. Um, I think more so it was the owner, again, like getting a new idea for what she wanted to do. And then it's like, well, Mike doesn't really fit into that. And so, you know, and I think Mike knew it. I think Mike knew that he was going to have options other places. And, um, you know, so if you're Vrabel and you look at it and you say, I know I'm going to have options outside of here, and I may not be long for this place, and the owner's all over the place, well, you know, like, that could lead to a meeting going the way that it went on on, on, on Tuesday. And so I think that's really what it is. And Mike's going to land on his feet with a head coaching job somewhere else. I'm not sure exactly where it's going to be. Um, but obviously I think New England would have some interest, um, given the relationship with the Kraft family. And I would just keep an eye on Vegas with Brable. Um Tom Brady was at their practice on Friday. And I can just tell you, like, the people there feel like Tom Brady isn't buying a piece of the Raiders just so he can have, you know, like a vodka soda in the, in the, uh, in the, in the suite on Sunday. You know what I mean? Like, he's getting involved because he wants to be involved. And so if Brady has a say in this, 
I would expect Mike Vrabel and even Jim Harbaugh to be prominently involved. And um, I could say this, like, Vrabel's got a really good relationship with the Kraft family, no doubt about it, you know, and I think he loved his time here. But Brady's got a great relationship, or Vrabel's got a great relationship with Brady. So um, I think that that's sort of a stay-tuned situation where the the, the landscape for Mike is kind of wide open right now. Uh, Albert, any, any rumor, uh, any, I guess, uh, confirmation to the news that uh, Ryan Day potentially going down there to Alabama to replace Nick Saban? Anything you heard on that? <laughs> I can't confirm or deny anything. Um, but, but, hey, but hey, if, hey, if Raves wants to come home to Columbus, I, I think he'd be welcome with open arms. Oh, wow. Which is a um, great journey song, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> not, by right? the, not by the athletic drive department, but if Ryan were to leave, then I think Braves would be welcome back to Columbus with open arms. Don't you, Brady? Uh, I mean, everyone loves Braves. I mean, I, I don't know. if Whatever that guy wants to do next, I just hope somehow, some way, I can grab a beer with him. Mm. I mean, is there anyone who's, like, more universally loved amongst players and just people who are around him? Is, is that a fair oh, way of, oh, uh, of no. describing it? He's a, he's, a, he's the Pied Piper. He's the Pied Piper. Absolutely. I mean, I think he should run for president. Like, 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 I, have some, I, have some, I, have some, I have some unbelievable stories about him from the bogey in back in the day. Yeah, he is uh, Hell he's yeah. one of a kind. <laughs> that, hey, do you know that was my, my official like, first place of employment was the bogey in as a busboy? And they serious? used to have me fill no up the water jug out at the, uh, the volleyball, the sand volleyball pits. And everyone would complain to me about how bad the water tasted. And by the way, as a 14-year-old kid, like, I had anything to do with it. I mean, it was like it was like well water. I'm like, sorry, dude. Like, I don't – this isn't my choice. Like, I'm bringing out the bucket, you know, this big cooler for you guys. And so I ended up putting out a suggestion uh, or a comment uh, little box for people to leave all their complaints in. Mm-hmm. But – that's bogey in, man. Good yeah, the bogey in. The bogey The bogey in's fantastic. And, and How yeah, many times I, have you been hammered at the bogey in? I mean, more than I can count. And I think, like, <laughs> I can't believe, but I can't believe, I can't believe they, I can't believe that they, uh, they blamed you for the tap water. That's like a, that's a demanding crowd there, huh? It very, and, and on top of that, it was a very competitive volleyball league, apparently, which I was wasn't fully aware of at that point in time. But uh, look, I, I just it was well, a short yeah. stint. The was, only volleyball, my... the only volleyball, the only volleyball I, I ever saw conducted there was very, very sloppy. So I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. What league it might have been sloppy, there. but like there was still volleyball to be played. People were competitive about it. It's like, I mean, look, you've seen That's a lot true. of probably That's sloppy true. beer pong played, you know, at places like that before. So. Oh, oh no! I'm well. I mean, at this point, at this point, when it comes to like Beirut, I'm like sort of like Michael Jordan on the Wizards. You know, like I, I can maybe like pull it in sometimes, but I'm definitely over the hill. Well, while we're talking college and drinking games and stuff like that, let me let me know how you feel about uh, you know your your beloved uh, Wolverines winning the, oh. the national title. No, I, I, I congratulations to Michigan. Um, I'm, I think that there's a there's a place for, there'll be a place for the banner right by all those final four banners in that closet up there in Ann Arbor. Right? Oh, oh wow! Oh wow! Shots fired by Bang, Hard right hand by Brer. Bang, no, no, bang. no, no! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, are you like, secretly I, honestly, like hoping, praying Harbaugh leaves? Is that is that what you're thinking? No, 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 no. Well, I, I want to cover him again. So, so honestly, selfishly, he's so interesting. I mean, you know, Brady, when you guys go and, and, and 
you guys are in Ann Arbor. You guys are covering a Michigan game. It's a layup talking about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so yeah, I would love to cover Jim again just because he's so interesting. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's very easy to talk, to write, to all of that. Like, it's easy with Harbaugh because he's such an interesting figure. And um, the Chargers would get a lot more. We'd have, we'd have a very interesting – the Chargers would get a lot more interesting if Jim Harbaugh was a coach. So you're calling your oh, shot. You're calling your shot, Harbaugh to the Chargers. Is that your is that your call? I think. Well, I think I, I think that that's probably the most likely scenario. Yeah, right now. Interesting. And no thought of uh, before we let you go, Albert. No thought of Mike Tomlin potentially taking a step back after this game coming up, uh, final game for the Steelers this weekend. I mean, I, I get. I guess it's not impossible. I mean, you know, he's been there for 17 years. Um, you know, I. I, I I've I've thought like that like he won't quit like he, and I don't think he'll be fired, but like if another team came calling, I think that they, that could get interesting. If Washington or Carolina again, I think I've said this to you guys, but the owners there have relationships with the Rooney's. Both you know Josh Harris and David Tepper were minority owners um, with the Steelers. Um, is it possible that like one of those guys decides like hey I'm gonna I'm gonna see and makes the phone call and is willing to pay, you know, Mike Tomlin $20, $25 million a year that something could happen. I guess that scenario could play out. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I don't get the sense that Mike is going to walk away. I could be wrong about that, but I don't get the sense that now it's the time for him to walk away. Get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. He's senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, lead content strategist, and apparently in the Bogey Inn Hall of Fame, uh, if you believe any of these statements from earlier in the interview. Albert, we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Picture's up there. I've seen it. Uh, Busy time for you, I'm sure, so we appreciate it. I don't know. Thanks, Al. You didn't say why my picture's up there, but uh, yeah. I I, I didn't say why, but your picture is up there. (laughs) Yikes. You're the best thing, Albert. Are you going to come back for for the Memorial Tournament at some point? I should. That that weekend is so that 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 weekend up there is awesome. I would love to do that. Absolutely. Well, let's plan on it this year then. Let's let's make uh, let's make a date. Let's make that happen. All right, all right. You got it. I, I, I will mark that down. Absolutely. All right, there he is. Right. Uh, Albert Breer with us here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. The best athletes don't just play the game, they change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive, it's easy, and best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 
2025 QX80 coming this summer.